Hello and welcome to Canine Hooper's World, the podcast. A whole new world of fun. Everyone's invited. Hi and welcome to Canine Hooper's World, the podcast. My name's Carrie and today I want to talk to you about training methods and why I train the way I do. Before I start this episode, I just want to apologise for the croakiness of my voice again. Um, The schedule is still hectic here at Canine Hooper's World and my voice has not had a lot of chance to rest and recuperate. So I'm a little bit croaky again, but we're going to get through this and I hope you enjoy this episode. Canine Hooper's World is about you and your dog having fun together. I never use or recommend the use of physical punishment when teaching any animal. Consistency, communication and kindness are always the base of training for me. I always use a reward of either food or toy which I pair with a marker. This can be a clicker or a verbal marker word. If you are training a deaf dog you can use a visual marker like a thumbs up. The marker is like taking a photograph in the dog's brain. That image will be what got them the reward. Imagine the marker is your camera shutter and the image taken gives your dog the information they need to know what they need to do again to get a reward. A clicker is a handheld device that emits a sound when pressed and it's a click sound. That's why we call it a clicker. We pair this click with a reward, usually food, so the dog understands that when they hear the click, they're going to get a reward. And you can do the same with a marker word like yes or good. For example, you ask the dog to sit as their bottom touches the floor. This is the behaviour you want to mark. So at the at the moment, their bottom touches the floor. You say yes or you click and then you give them the reward. After a few repetitions, you can cue the sit and your dog understands that that word means put your bottom on the floor. What happens if you mark by accident? Well, it's simple. The dog gets a freebie. You always want to click or yes means that a reward is going to happen. If you click and nothing happens, the dog may start to ignore that information. Remember, you marked wrong, not the dog. So always be careful what you click for. If we use a reward without a marker, we may not give the dog accurate information. I'm going to reuse sit as an example. If we say sit and the dog puts their bottom on the floor, but then we go to reward them and they stand up, what information have we just given to that dog? Did they get the reward for sitting down or for standing up? It can get really, really confusing for your dog and also frustrating for you. So that's why we use a marker. Personally, I prefer a marker word as I always have my voice to use when I'm training but either works as long as you pair it with the reward so your dog understands the information you're giving them. Now I want to explain to you what I call the training trinity. The training trinity to me are the methods we can use to teach our dog and those are capturing, luring and shaping. Now you can teach your dog's hoopers by using any one of these three methods. Each of these methods uses the same mark and reward system that I've just explained, but they have a slightly different journey to the final behaviour. 
Capturing means when you see your dog doing a desired behavior naturally, you can mark and reward it every time the dog does that behavior. This isn't the quickest method, but for some behaviors, it's the best way to teach them. With capturing, it's often easier to use a verbal marker as you may not always have a clicker with you. An example of this that is non-hoopers related is actually the sneeze trick. Every time your dog sneezes, mark them yes and reward. Over time, the dog may offer a fake sneeze that you can then mark and reward. Once the dog has started to offer this behavior, you can start to add a keyword. My cue for this trick is, have you got a cold? This has become the way that Tiny Dog gets my attention. So rather than barking or pawing at me, she runs over and does a very cute little sneeze. Our dogs will always repeat behaviors that we have rewarded or that we reinforced. So when you are building hoop value, if your dog goes through a hoop on their own, mark that behavior. Increase your dog's understanding that going through a hoop gets the good stuff. Now let's look at luring. Luring means that we start with the reward in our hand to move the dog into doing the desired behavior. So if we were going to lure the dog to go around a barrel, we hold the reward and slowly move it away from the dog. Once the dog is moving around the barrel, we can mark and then reward. Once the dog has done the behavior a few times, we remove the lure from our hand, but give the same physical and verbal cue. Your dog moves away from you around the barrel and that's when you mark and reward. It's important to fade the lure as quickly as possible, as you may find that dogs will only follow food, not the other cues. Luring can make it easier for us to show the dog what we would like them to do, but you must remember to remove the lure from your hand as soon as possible. I use five treats to lure the behavior, then make sure the rest of the training session, the treats are out of sight until we are ready to mark and reward. Luring definitely works, but isn't my favorite method. I find lots of dogs focus on the reward rather than what they are actually doing, which is why I fade the lure as quickly as possible. For dogs that haven't done a lot of training though, luring is a really great way of getting them started on their training journey. If a dog's not sure if they're doing the right thing or if they can move or aren't sure to try any things, luring can be a really great way of getting those cogs turning and teaching them that training is rewarding and fun. Now I'm gonna explain shaping. Shaping means that you break the behavior down into small pieces and use the marker to let your dog know that they are getting it right. Marking the correct movements allows your dog to work out what you are asking them to do by being rewarded when they are on the right track. For example, we want to teach our dogs to target a marker with their paw. As we put the marker on the floor, your dog is likely to go to investigate what we have just put down. As your dog moves towards the marker, this is our first mark point. We then reward the dog. Now the dog may go to sniff the marker. This is our next marker point and they get a reward. So the dog approaches the marker we've put on the floor, we say yes and we reward them. Next, the dog may step on the marker. You guessed it, we're gonna mark and reward. The paw being on the marker is our new criteria for what we are looking for. So we build 
the behavior really slowly. We take it into little steps rather than looking for the final polished finished product. We then continue to mark and reward the behavior. And after a few successful repetitions, we can start adding a cue. I use mark it when I'm asking my dogs to target something with a paw, but you can use whatever you want. And we're gonna talk about cues in a future episode. So we will say the cue, the dog performs the behavior, we mark and reward until the dog understands what the cue means. We're also gonna look at targets and target training in a future episode as well. So this gives you lots to look forward to. We can shape a barrel turn using the same method. Your dog is likely to want to investigate the barrel. So as they approach it, mark and reward that behavior. Allowing them to approach the barrel a few times marking and rewarding each successful repetition, then allows them to start going past the barrel. We then, as the dog is passing the barrel, mark and reward. Now, some dogs will continue on the path they were on to get back to you for the reward, which means that they will naturally turn around the barrel, which is exactly what we're looking for. So we can mark and reward that behavior. So as the dog is approaching the barrel, as their shoulder is passing, you say yes. And as the dog is coming towards you, we reward that. So we've actually marked the approach of the barrel and we've then rewarded as they've gone past the barrel. So we're explaining to them what the behavior is. Now, some dogs may turn away from the barrel and that's absolutely fine. You mark the behavior, so you reward it. But this is where you can think about your position. So as the dog is approaching the barrel, as their shoulder passes, you're going to say yes. But then if you move yourself to the side you want your dog to end up on, this is going to encourage them to come around the barrel and therefore do the behavior that we were looking for. And you're setting your dog up to get it right, which is all about teamwork. Shaping is my favorite method for training hoopers. I feel behaviors that I taught my own dogs are much more reliable than those that I lured. When a dog understands that they can try things and get rewarded for the correct choice, you see their confidence grow. Being told, yes, you are right, is so empowering. And we see similar responses in our dogs. So when I first introduced Hoopers to Minx, she wasn't fully understanding what was required. But after lots of repetition of the hoop means good stuff, we built up what we call hoop value. Once your dog understands the job and that the hoops are fun, they will want to do more and more. The more hoop value we can build, the more we can challenge our dogs by increasing the distance and adding more hoops. But we always add changes really slowly, setting our dogs up for success so that their confidence grows and grows. Remember, if we set up an exercise and the dog finds it too hard, we can mo- we can demotivate them. And we want the dog to stay motivated and enjoy their training. So keep up the fun, reward the good stuff and build your teamwork together. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I've explained a little bit more about why I train the way I do. If you have any questions or feedback, please email me info at caninehoopersworld.com. Until next time, bye-bye.
For more information on Hoopers, where to find classes and Canine Hoopers World Instructor courses, find us on Facebook, like our page, join our free group, Canine Hoopers World. You can follow us on Instagram and we're also on Twitter at Canine Hoopers. Check out our website, www.caninehoopersworld.com. Remember, Canine Hoopers World, everyone's invited.